Good morning and welcome to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. The show that takes a look at the events and what's happening all around Putnam County, as well as interviews with local, community, and business leaders. And now, sharing his insights and experience, here's Today in Putnam County with County Mayor Randy Porter. Thanks, Philip Gibbons, and thank you for joining us today. We're having a great weekend. This show... This week is about one of our most cherished group of people. That's our veterans. Veterans Day is coming up on November the 11th, and we have several planned events to honor these men and women here in Putnam County. To talk about those events and our veterans, I have three of our local veterans with my guest today, Mr. Mike Glass. He's a veteran service officer for the state of Tennessee and also was a staff sergeant with the Army. I got Mr. Tom Savage, Vietnam veteran who served in the Navy as an airman. Mr. Walter Buck, who was a Vietnam veteran in Gulf War, Iraq, a veteran served in the Navy as a first-class petty officer. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Did I get all the titles right? You did. I believe so. All right. Walter, <laughs> well. uh, we were kidding a little bit earlier, and, and you answered this question. A Navy first-class petty officer can tell an airman what to do, right? Absolutely. So Tom listened to him today, okay? <laughs> if he gives you an order, uh, try to follow. Well, that right? would be a seaman, but, but the airman also. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's an honor to be with you all. And first, let me say thank you to all of you all for your service to our country. My dad was a Vietnam veteran. Um, you, you know, we talk about all of our wars, World War One, World War Two, Korea. You just go through all of them. And we honored and respected and, and took care of all of our veterans. But for some reason... Uh, during that Vietnam War, I remember as a small child, that wasn't the the case. And I know people didn't like the war, and there was a lot of junk going on about that. But, Tom, don't you think we've uh, used the word reconciliation for those Vietnam veterans? We've changed, hadn't we, and, and tried to make up for some of that? Absolutely right. I think we... Uh you know, sometimes you don't appreciate a particular person until time has went by. But if you consider the Vietnam War veteran, America was going through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. the civil rights movement. And so we were we were there was a growing pain of freedom and everyone had certain causes stop the war we that was the time of the flower child yeah. <laughs> joan bez good music and and so everyone was on the social justice trail yeah but they were considerate of two those who were perishing so as a vietnam war veteran i don't mind but uh but i think it was good yeah but finally you know uh the vietnam veteran is getting their due and they're not calling us. They realize that we wasn't baby killers. No. They would call us those things at the airport and as we were coming in. They're treating us like any other serviceman that fought for their country and well, woman. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. Mike, you're you're involved on you know, on a day-to-day basis as a as a, a veteran service officer for the state. We had you at the county for a while. Yes, sir. Uh, you jumped ship on us. Yes, uh, still haven't <laughs> forgot that, okay? But uh, we're, we're proud of you and, and moving on to the state. And uh, you deal with these folks uh, on a day-to-day basis. When I watch the numbers and everything of the folks that we're helping, it, it seems to me that that's really grown, that we're doing a better job of, of helping and reaching out to our veterans? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, quite a bit. And I'm embedded at the uh, VA Healthcare Clinic here on, on Willow. And that's one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons why we're getting the MS clinic, the, the larger clinic here, hopefully the next three or four mm-hmm. years, because the more veterans that use it, and that's a big myth that all the veterans, oh, I don't want to take away from another veteran at the healthcare. No, it's just the opposite. 
The more veterans we have, the more things that we can get into the, the clinic over here. And that's part of what I do is not only help them get into the clinic, but I also do, uh, just like I did with the county, I help them with their benefits and stuff. It's all about taking care of those folks that risk their life for our freedom, isn't it? That's, uh, Walter, more service, I guess, than, than anybody else here. You, you served in Vietnam, but then Gulf War and Iraq and everything. How many years were you in the military? I was in, excuse me, I was in the uh, Navy for 20 years. 20 years. Yes. Wow, that is amazing. I I have a lot of uh, respect for for folks that uh, that would put their life on the line and, and go. And there there's uh, there's one thing of when you're when you were drafted in, I guess, and maybe didn't have a choice. But when you make it a career almost yes. and go into that, that's a different story. Thank you for your service and oh, appreciate what you do. So you you saw the difference though, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You came out of Vietnam and you saw how folks were being treated. And I know with the Gulf War in Iraq, it was totally different, wasn't it? Oh, it absolutely. Uh, like Tom had mentioned, you know, the, the the attitude had changed because of the the the, the, the veterans were the soldiers and sailors were actually honored in their because of their service to the country. Right. You know, it, it was it was more I think we were more aware of actually what military were, were actually doing. We were protectors of this nation and we as servicemen we take pride in that. And then I think that that bled over into to our to our society. People began yeah. to see, okay, these guys are protecting us. They're doing. They're putting their lives on the line. And also, want to mention our families as well. When as a career man, you know, the, your family has to uh, make sacrifices, sacrifices as well. Yeah. And that's one of the things that that Mike does at, at his office as well. If you have a family member that uh, served and um, maybe no longer with us, or you're just not sure about what benefits are available, the, some of the family members can come over and he can help direct them. To, to assist uh, because the government is actually, like Thomas said, it's not a official reparations, but it, it is. They have realized that uh, a lot of our servicemen have been neglected. Neglected. Yeah, that's a good word, neglected. We're trying to make up for it. I, I know that. So here in Putnam County, we love our veterans. And, and I, I know when I came into office several years ago, we all talked, and, and that's one thing we want to make sure that every opportunity that we got to honor our veterans or do something special for them, we do. And and I'm going to guess, as we're going to go through some of the events that's going to be happening next week uh, or over the next couple of weeks with uh, with honoring our veterans, that we're probably going to do as much or more than any other community I know of when you start looking at these events. So let's talk about some. We'll make sure everyone knows of these events and, and welcome you to, uh, to come to any of them. Uh, Tom, let's talk about the first one. November 5th, 2 p.m. at the Veterans Building, you're doing a Remember, Honor, and Serve. Uh, Tell us about that. Uh, The Lord put this on Walter's heart, (laughs) and uh, also through connecting with Mike, uh, Mike has put a full court press and been inclusive with every veteran, black, white, uh, disabled, homeless, or whatever. But we wanted to concentrate uh, on the black veteran, and we wanted to... uh, uh, honor those who have fought in World War One. Honor those who fought in World War Two, and of course the Korean War. And but we really want to. Uh, this is a, a, a coalition with Mike, who represents veterans, and the NAACP also. And thank you for being a member. And so uh, we want to honor those that have perished, but we also want to reflect on how Harry Truman 
desegregated the military. Yeah. And so we want to go back, and it's no axe to grind or anything, but we want to honor those veterans who wanted to fight with everybody yeah. and let people know who they were. Yeah. We're going to look at the World War One, World War Two, and Korean veteran, and then honor Harry Truman. But we're going to have a roll call of deceased veterans on that day, and Mike has helped us with that. And then we, we're asking veterans who are still living to assemble with us. We're going to get their pictures and have a constant roll of their pictures and everything. And, and Walter knows this Navy man. We're going to have a little gidonk for him. This <laughs> is uh, so a little snack and everything. And just really have a great day. And we're asking all veterans to be there on that day. And so we're excited about it. We have a young man who's a native Cookvillian, a major in the military, Rodney Lamerson Jr., Cookville High School football player, is going to be uh, speaking to us. We just got a great program. Man, we want everybody to Absolutely. That's uh, November the 5th, 2 p.m. 2 to 4 p.m. Yeah. At the Veterans Building over at 90 East Spring Street. Uh, everyone's welcome to go by. All the We'll see all the veterans be there uh, for sure. Uh, Walter, how'd you come up with that? I mean, God well, laid it I, on your heart. I'm guessing to to do that. Yes, uh, uh, when I when I went over and, and met with Mike, and and when I go to the VA clinic a lot, you know, I, I noticed uh, that there were, you know, was, there was just not a lot of black veterans that were coming in, mm-hmm. and I didn't, you know, I didn't see that. And I actually asked Mike about it, and he said, well, he said percentage wise, we are not represented well in the VA clinic, and I I believe my personal belief, the attitude is they don't really trust the VA clinic. Yeah. And because the clinic has had a stigma for so long, year, it has, years yeah. past, that they were, you know, and then they, had, then they had the big thing on TV several years ago about the VA not taking care of people properly right. and this sort of thing. But I, I think a lot of that has changed. Yes. I mean, I know a lot of it has changed. And, uh, and uh, I've, like I said, I've, I've gone to the VA, I use the VA uh, as my primary care, and they've definitely taken care of me very well. And then I, then I met with Mike, and he's, uh, Explain some of my benefits that I've been lack hadn't didn't have, right. and it's just been a, a bit positive experience, you know. And I think that if we can get the message out to the veterans out here in the area and let them know, hey guys, they're there this, to is, help a, you. this is a different day, yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree so, with that. There was a stigma to the VA clinic there for a long time, or the VA in general at the federal level, but I, I think they've made a lot of changes. I know we're seeing a lot of changes in, and have made a lot here in Putnam County. And with this new VA clinic that's coming, hopefully in the next year or so, hopefully we'll make some, yeah. some even bigger changes. And we've got to take a break. We've been talking about the events that we're putting on. First one we've already talked about is November 5th, 2 p.m. It's at the Veterans Building at 90 East Spring Street. It's a remember, honor, and serve, looking at World War One. World War II and Korea veterans, uh, but they won't invite all veterans to come. But it's remembering the African American community that served as as veterans, and and but uh, you're inviting everyone, and so Absolutely. everybody come by for that. So let's talk about uh, on November eighth, uh, Mike. You're having a Veterans Health Fair at Veterans Building. Tell us about that. Uh, yes, at the uh, the Veterans Memorial Building. What happened was Post uh, 46 from American Legion partnered up with the VA because they've been putting out for the PACT Act. Uh, the VA was going to be coming down with a large number of people, everything from uh, health administration to uh, caregiver support to benefit travel, crisis line, uh, they're all going to be there. Uh, They're going to have several different speakers throughout that day talking about long-term health care. And it's going to, a lot of this goes around the PACT Act, and a lot of people don't understand what the PACT Act, they hear the name, but they don't understand. And it's mainly, mainly it's from toxic exposures and also the burn pits from the, the recent wars, the 
Other stuff is uh, toxic exposures, although everybody always says Agent Orange, but yeah. there was other. There was purple yeah. and there was white and a couple of other ones. So, and not only have they, the VA has looked into those type of exposures, but also the type of uh, jobs that military guys used and women, like mechanics, and they, they, they were exposed to a lot of different chemicals. The mm-hmm. firefighters who were using foams that were chemicals that weren't really so good. So this is what this, this one's going to be focused on. And so that's at the uh, Veterans Memorial Building, 90 East Spring. It's from 9 to 2 on November the 8th. Yes, sir. Everyone's welcome. There's going to be a lot of folks there that will can talk to the veterans and help them with t- explaining all this to them and uh, making sure that they're got all the benefits and stuff that they're entitled to. And, and, and I think the PACT Act really opened up, from what I saw, millions of dollars to go to veterans that yes. – and not only did it open up millions of dollars, but it's and we actually got overran by uh, and that was a good thing. You know, I left the county, but the county you replaced me with no problem. And you know, we could never <laughs> replace you, Mike. But we got some, we got somebody else to work down there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we also have another service officer at the uh, the clinic too. And the PACT Act, I mean, the numbers were just uh, slamming. And with the PACT Act, they only opened up large areas like Thailand wasn't in Guam. None of those were on the, until the PACT Act came. And there was Agent Orange being uh, all over Guam. And they've been fighting for years to get that. If you're a veteran out there and you were exposed to some of these chemicals, burn piles and all that kind of stuff with the new PACT Act, on November 8th, go by the Veterans Memorial Building at 90 East Spring from 9 to 2. It's going to be a health fair there and it have a lot of great information. Let's had a question to Mike. I'm an older soldier and whatnot, and I was exposed to asbestos. Would that be included in the PACT Act? Oh, yes. That was a, that was another big one. And they've cleared a lot with uh, the Navy, especially the ones in the older ships. The mm-hmm. newer ships, of course, they don't have as, uh, asbestos as much. But asbestos is one of the, uh, one of the topics with the PACT Act. It's good to know. That's good information, Walter. Thank you. Uh, then we got on November the 9th, uh, this is an annual event that happens at the Cooper High School. It's the veteran service that's put on by Colonel Nikki Philpod and uh, Philpo, excuse me, Nikki, and uh, and all the uh, folks out there, the ROTC and the choir and the band, and they do a great job. If you've never been to one of these, if you're a veteran, you especially need to go. They will definitely honor you in that service. It's going to be November the 9th, 7 p.m. The guest speaker is Major General Tommy Baker. He's the commissioner of veteran services for the state i hear he's a great speaker and i think you'll enjoy that so they're only doing one ceremony this year it was two from five and they did one at five and seven but this year they're only doing one and it'll be at 7 p.m so uh sure there'll be a large crowd so you might want to get there earlier and then on november the 10th we're having our annual veteran ceremony and parade at the courthouse it'll be at 10 45 we'll have a little ceremony uh, there for about 15 minutes and then the parade will start there on broad street and go all the way up broad to the depot if you like information you can call my office at 526-2161 or you can call the veteran service office call mike glass or you know, any of us so uh, we can give you the information on the parade happy to have you as part of the parade or if you just like to come out be a part of the ceremony let's catch a part here in the in the last two three minutes we got left of this segment walter and tom y'all brought something to me that that i had not thought about sometimes i tell people being mayor you uh, it's it's kind of the the squeaky wheel 
real. And, and a lot of times somebody will bring something to you and you'll say, well, why didn't I think about that already? But with so much going on in our county and it growing and everything, uh, y'all brought something to me that uh, that I had not thought about before. But, Walter, we had a cemetery here in town. It's called the Buck <clears throat> Cemetery. It's, I think it's on Nice Street, I oh, guess, it is that, that's nice. what it's called, that over the years had, uh, I guess, had not been taken care of. And, and so a few years ago, city and county got together and uh, – cleaned up the uh, cemetery and and now the city mows it and we weeded it and we put markers out and everything but i did not realize until y'all brought this to my attention there's like 23 veterans buried in that cemetery yes uh i think uh mike had had they'd been going over and putting out flags on veterans day which i wasn't even aware of and then uh after we got together with him and we found out there was that many veterans in there i mean stemming from world war one uh there's uh great grave sites there you know on on up to to the present, you know, yeah. and it just it really it sparked something inside of me. You know, this is something that we, one the that I wasn't aware of, and I'm sure that the black community was not aware of because we actually after we got into it a little bit more, Tom got into it as well. There's uh, several cemetery black cemeteries within the area and years ago that those are the only places that that blacks were, were able to be um be buried. buried yeah and so that uh that history we know we we, we won't want to bring that history back yeah know, because i think we we it's important you know? make sure so, we honor those folks tom you brought up an idea that uh tell us about what we're going to try to do at the cemetery well i'm excited about this idea and you had a lot to do with it <laughs> It, you just brought it to me. We just uh, we, we tried to make it happen. Well, indeed, you made it happen. So, uh, again, uh, this is truly done by committee. Uh, yeah. We are all in this together, and Mike and Walter, uh, I got to give them credit for it, but it's good to know the, the mayor. And so, and I know that where your patriotism stands Absolutely. and how you honor veterans, and as you said, if you bring it to me, uh, I never thought about it. Yeah. So we brought it to uh, you, Mayor Porter, and you were kind enough to network and talk to other people. And we're happy to say now that this particular cemetery that has 23 veterans in it, that you are helping us get a flagpole and a flag and then a solar light to shine up on it because it doesn't have any electricity. There. Right. Made that happen really all in a day well we're excited to tell the folk in the black community that our mayor cares about everybody and so we can't wait to style and profile what you have <laughs> done to our community to honor those veterans and we don't even want to stop there this coalition that we have and we know that you want to network with other mayors and yeah. other counties to say join me yeah in honoring those who have served so, amen right well you're welcome and like i said i never thought about it i did i knew when we all this cleaning up and the and everything of that cemetery i mean it looks great now but i did not know there were that many veterans buried in it and and kudos to the city of cookville and city mayor james mills for uh, working with me and uh city's going to furnish the flagpole and the county's going to install it put the lights in and everything and uh, it's going to be great we've got the flagpole coming hopefully it's going to be here before veterans day that's the hope but uh we're depending on a, a big truck coming from california tom so uh you never know how long that's going to take to <laughs> well, get here but uh, they're going to get here uh, that's so uh, we're, we're we praying about faith, that aren't yeah. we yeah we have faith in this emotional uh, mm -hmm. to, 
I mean, with such an attitude of gratitude, to see you take a hold of that and deliver on that says a lot for you and um, your leadership and networking with James Mills to do that. So that's county and city, city. Uh, coming together. So. It was easy. If all of them was that easy, I'd be no issue being mayor. It, uh, city and county, we work we work great together, and uh, that's, I think that speaks well for our community. If the leaders at the top are working well, then that drizzles down into the community. That's what makes our, our community so great, I think. Tell everybody. Everybody, you're my mayor where you're lacking enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck with me. <laughs> Veterans Day's coming up. Got a lot of ceremonies, a lot of things going on. I'm honored to have three of our veterans with us today, Mr. Mike Glass, Mr. Tom Savage, and Mr. Walter Buck. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of the ceremonies. We're also, this year, trying to honor our African-American veterans that uh, that served. That In a lot of cases, Tom, they didn't get the recognition, the respect and stuff they needed. And so we were talking during a break. A lot of, uh, lot of different aspects of, of that that went on in all those wars that I guess I didn't know about. I was looking up some stats. Just in World War II, six and a quarter percent of the veterans were african-american 125,000 of them and we were talking how that now we're trying to make sure they get the honor and respect that they didn't get back that's then. true you know credence clearwater had this song Have you heard yeah. then credence clearwater yeah they had a song that said put me in coach yeah i'm ready to play <laughs> That's right. And so the the uh, the American sailor and soldier and Marine and they wanted to play and you know even though growing up in a time of segregation they were still patriotic. Yes. That's so amazing that you mm-hmm. could be that way. Yeah. And so I remember my time in, in Vietnam '72. It was amazing to me to see the first F4J uh, fighter pilot that was a person of color. I was in awe of him because there was only one on the ship. Wow. And I'm sure that Walter and mm-hmm. and Mike would say the same thing. So we look for someone that we can remember who's in that leadership position. So um, there's some great stories here about African-Americans' contributions that a lot of people don't know. And it's an opportunity for us to tell our community yeah. of how we had skin in the game also. Absolutely. Walter, I, I'm going to ask this. Did you get treated any different in the, in the Navy being African-American? Uh, yes and no. When I joined in in seventy three, uh, of course there there was the the civil rights movement had just it hadn't waned, but it was it was in its prime. Right. And then when I when I, I went in and there was there were actually certain positions and jobs that we were allowed to do and not allowed to do. I do remember uh, uh, I met uh, I had a Filipino friend of mine. Uh, he worked as a steward for in the captain's quarters and that. And they were they they were not allowed to to actually strike for any other positions, and I thought. Mm. And then later on years, I'd say uh, what eighty three in in the mid eighties, all of that changed, and there you know there, there was more equal opportunities available. Right. And uh, so yes, uh, it was uh, a different time. You know, I mean, uh, th- th- during those times, we um, it, I, I I never felt like there was nothing that I you know that that would be held back from me. But I, the challenges were different. Different, you know, and that that was that was a, the biggest thing about being in the military during those times. You know, uh, um, actually, I enjoyed my career. I tell everyone, you know, the military took care of me and my family for twenty years, and uh, I was blessed and and uh, able to advance. Uh, could have done better myself personally, but but uh, we all could. Uh, but uh, that's <laughs> but it, but the opportunities were there, and and it, it, it and they became. It, it, I saw it change from from uh, out of over a ten year period, and it was uh, um, 
it, it, it was I, I would say it was a good career for me. Well, yeah. thank God it changed. Yeah, uh, I mean it. Uh, everyone should be treated the same, it doesn't, and we realize that now. We look back on some of that stuff that happened many, many years ago, and it just doesn't make any sense to, right. uh, to any of us now. Hey, we need to recap the uh, the the ceremonies that we got going on. I'm gonna run through these real quick, and if y'all got any comments, we'll, we'll throw them on us. Uh, November the fifth at two p.m. You're having to remember, honor, and serve at the Veterans Building, Tom, and it's it's to remember World War One, World War Two, Korean, uh, African American veterans, and uh, but all the veterans are invited, right? All veterans are invited. Spotlight on african-american veterans because we want to reconcile that time in world war one and in world war two and be grateful to harry truman but i was talking to a veteran and they said you know if we're in the foxhole it ain't about no color no, we got each other's back that's right and so we're inviting all veterans to be there and celebrate with us uh on this occasion we're excited that we have one of our own a cookvillian uh major uh rodney lamerson jr who went through the ranks and now he, he retired as a major and now he teaches at a college in Woodstock, Georgia, or maybe a school. So please come out and we're, I'm petitioning all black veterans for sure. And if you've got a loved one that is perished, we want to know about he or she. Yeah. And if you yourself are a veteran, come join us. That's right. That is no room of the field two to four at the veterans building at 90 East spring street. Uh, Michael, November the 8th, you're putting on a Veterans Health Fair at the Veterans Building at 90 East Spring Street from 9 to 2, and you're really going to be hitting the new, it's the PACT Act, is that correct? PACT Act, and then veterans will be able to sign up uh, for health care on the spot. If they want to file claims, the VA will be bringing some uh, benefit administrators and stuff like that, but and there's going to be a action packed of a lot of things. We were talking earlier to include asbestos, even including chemicals that people use to clean uh, different things and, and engine parts. Th those are all now being covered and looked at by the VA. If you're a veteran, you need to come to this on November the 8th, 9 to 2 at the Veterans Building, 90 East Spring Street. There's some new benefits out there that you may be uh, uh, may be available to you to be able to get. Then on November the 9th at 7 p.m. out at the Cooper High School, it's their annual veteran service out there where they honor all the veterans. Colonel Nikki Philpo does a great job with that. This year's guest speaker is Major General Tommy Baker. He's the commissioner of the veteran services for the state. That's at 7 p.m. on November the 9th. Then our annual uh, veteran ceremony and parade at the courthouse is on November the 10th. That's a Friday. 10:45 starts the ceremony. The parade starts at 11. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, come out and join us. If you'd like to be a part of the parade, you can call my office at 931-526-2161, and we'll get you entered. Uh, guys, let me say thank you for being here this morning. Thank, thank you. you for thank your you. service to our community, to our country, uh, for being the patriots that you are. Folks, we love our veterans in Putnam County. We try to honor and respect them every day, but especially during this time of Veterans Day. I strongly suggest to you, if you see a veteran, know a veteran, over the next few days as we honor during Veterans Day, say thank you to them. If not for them, we wouldn't be able to enjoy the freedoms we do today. That's our show for this week. I hope you join us every weekend for Today in Putnam County here on all the Zimmer family of radio stations. I'm County Mayor Randy Porter. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and may God continue to bless Putnam County. You've been listening to Today in Putnam County, hosted by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter.